does it mean to love someone? You could probably think of a lot of different answers for that question. But when I think of loving someone, it means you choose to care for them and show them kindness no matter what they do or how they treat you. Even if they're rude to you, you show them kindness. Even if they don't care for you, you care for them. Sometimes that's a hard thing to do. God has a message for you and me today about loving others. And the message is found in Matthew 5:44. It says, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you and pray for them which persecute you. Matthew 5:44. Now this verse comes from the first book in the New Testament and it's called Matthew. The first four books in the New Testament are called the Gospels because they tell us the good news of how Jesus came and lived and died for us. Now the four Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And in the Gospels, you find many of the words that Jesus spoke when he was here on this earth. Now since Jesus is God the Son, we know his words are true. And this verse, Matthew 5:44, is some of the words that Jesus spoke. It says, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which persecute you. We know that Matthew is the book, then the chapter is chapter 5, and the verse is verse 44. So if you want to find it in your Bible, you can either go right to the book of Matthew, if you know where it is, or you can find it in the table of contents in the front of your Bible, and find the page number that Matthew is on and turn over to the book of Matthew then. So the first part of the verse says, love your enemies. Do you have an enemy? An enemy is an opposite of a friend. It might be someone who is mean to you or a bully at school or someone who makes fun of you. God is saying in this verse that you should love your enemies and care for them. The next part says, do good to them that hate you. Well, God wants you to do kind things, good things, even to people who hate you. That sounds really hard, doesn't it? And pray for them which persecute you. Instead of trying to get even with somebody or take revenge on somebody, try to do something mean to them because they did something mean to you, God doesn't want you to do that. Instead of trying to get even with them, God wants you to pray for them. Matthew 5:44 Love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which persecute you. Matthew 5:44 Persecute is when you're hurt for what you believe in. Maybe someone makes fun of you because you believe in Jesus. But does God want you to make fun of them? No. God wants you to pray for that person. God wants you to love your enemies do good to people that hate you, and to pray for people that persecute you. If they do something mean or hurtful to you, God wants you to pray for them, not to take revenge on them. God loves you no matter what you've done. If you have believed on Jesus to save you from your sin, you have begun to understand how much God loves you. He wants you to love others. Remember, don't get even. Be kind. What do I mean when I say that? I mean, don't take revenge. Don't get back at people because they did something mean to you. Don't do that. Don't take revenge. Don't get even with them. Be kind. What are some ways you could be kind to someone who's being mean to you? Maybe you could be kind to them 
by sharing your sweets with them. Maybe you could be kind to them by helping them in their homework if they have a question or they can't, they can't figure it out. Maybe you can be kind to them by letting them play on your football team or your volleyball team. Maybe you can be kind to them by inviting them to come and bathe in the river with you. There's all kinds of ways you can be kind to someone. God wants you to pray for those that persecute you. Even if someone is mean to you, God doesn't want you to get even or take revenge on that person. He wants you to be kind to that person. And he wants you to pray for them. You could pray for them to do good in school. You could pray for their family. You could pray for them to stay healthy. There's all kinds of things that you could pray about for them. But even if you've not believed on Jesus to save you from your sin, God still loves you. He sent Jesus, his son, to this earth to take the punishment for your sin. Jesus died and came alive again, and God wants to save you and make you part of his family today. You can make that decision to believe on Jesus. Matthew 5, 44. Love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which persecute you. Matthew 5, 44. God wants you to love your enemies to do good to people that hate you, and to pray for those that persecute you. That means they, they hurt you. They do mean things to you. Matthew 5, 44. Love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which persecute you. Matthew 5, 44. Have you ever been so upset with someone that you wanted to get even or get revenge on them? David knew how it felt to be mistreated. King Saul had tried to kill him. One day, David had a chance to get even. What would he do? Now, David wasn't alone. David had several hundred men who were following him, and they were in a cave. Inside that cave, David and all his men sat down and it must have felt very good for them to get out of the hot sun. And as they rested, David may have thought about what Jonathan said to him. Remember how Jonathan and David made a promise to always take care of each other's family? Since then, David had been going from place to place because Saul was wanting to take his life. Saul was wanting to kill David. Now, Saul was determined to kill David. Sin causes people to do terrible things, and sin can cause you to do terrible things. You were born under the control of sin. There's something inside you that wants to sin, and sin is when you break God's laws. There's many examples of sin, things like lying, cursing, 
fighting, cheating. You might not think sin is bad, but God cannot accept sin. It separates you from him. God is holy. That means he's perfect. He's pure from all sin. He hates sin, but he loves you, and he made a way for your sin to be forgiven. God sent his perfect son, the Lord Jesus, to pay for your sin by giving his blood on the cross. Jesus didn't deserve to be punished, but he took your sins on himself so you would not have to be punished. Jesus died, he was buried, but after that he came back to life, and you can believe on him. You can trust completely in what he did for you on the cross, and you can be saved from the punishment of your sin. God will change your life when you believe on him, and you don't have to be controlled by sin any longer. But King Saul was controlled by his sin of jealousy. It caused him to do terrible things, and now Saul was planning to kill David. David ran from place to place to get away from King Saul. Finally, David and his men hid in a cave. Now David had 600 men who had decided to follow him. David trained these men to be soldiers, and they became his friends. Together, David and all these men experienced many hard times as they tried to stay ahead of Saul and his army. Saul had an army of 3,000. David and his men hid in caves and deep valleys and forests. And at one of their hiding places, David got to visit his friend, Jonathan. Jonathan told David to keep trusting God, not knowing this would be the last time they would ever see each other. When King Saul heard that David had gone to a place called En Gedi, he hurried there with his army. This time, King Saul did not want to let David escape. When he got to En Gedi, King Saul saw that there was a big cave, and he thought it would be a good place to rest. Saul didn't know this, but David was seeing where King Saul was. David was watching King Saul. King Saul had chosen to rest at the very cave that David and all of his men were hiding. David's men came to him and said, David, today's the day you've been waiting for. You can do whatever you want with him. David went over quietly to King Saul. The men may have thought, soon Saul will be dead. David's men thought this was David's perfect chance to get even with King Saul. Have you ever wanted to get even with somebody who's been mean to you? Maybe a friend embarrassed you in front of somebody else. Or maybe someone said things about you that were not true. Maybe they told rumors or lies about you. Perhaps somebody tried to get you into trouble and they did it on purpose. How do you feel when somebody does that? You don't feel very good, do you? You feel angry. You could feel hurt. You might feel worried. When someone hurts you, at first you might want to get revenge. You might want to get even with them. That means you want to do something bad to them back. But God hates your desire for revenge because it shows that you're not trusting God to handle the situation. If you know Jesus as your Savior, God wants you to do good, even to those who are mean to you. God's word says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. You see, God wants you to not be overcome by evil. God doesn't want sin to control you. That's what that means. But God wants you to overcome evil with good. That means God wants you to win over 
the temptation to do wrong, and God wants you to do good things instead. You are not to take revenge. Instead of letting someone's actions control your thoughts and feelings, God can help you to be kind to that person and keep loving them. It's not easy to love and forgive someone who's hurt you, especially when you did nothing to deserve it. Your first response might be to look for a chance to take revenge. David had done nothing to make King Saul so angry at him and try to kill him. But now David had the perfect chance to get even with King Saul. David carefully picked up a corner of Saul's robe and cut off a part of it. And then David went back in the cave. Maybe David's men were wondering, why did David do that? Why didn't he get rid of the king? David's men said, we'll kill him for you, David. But then David said, no, I should not have even done this to God's anointed king. David knew that Saul was the one God had chosen when Israel first asked for a king. Even though David had been anointed by Samuel as the next king, it was not God's time for David to become the new king. David knew he needed to respect Saul's position. Saul was the king. And even though Saul was very mean to David, David chose to respect Saul because he was the king. Just then, Saul walked out of the cave, and he didn't know that David was in the cave. David followed Saul to the entrance of the cave, and then David called out to him and said, Your majesty, the king, why do you listen to people who say David schemes against you? Schemes means like plans bad, evil things. David continued talking to King Saul and said, Look, you can see how this very day the Lord put you in my power. My men wanted to kill you, but I spared you. And David showed the small piece of cloth that he had cut from King Saul's robe. Saul must have looked at his robe, and then he looked back at David and seen that his robe was cut. And then David said, I told my men, we will not touch him because he is the Lord's anointed one. Saul called back and said, is it your voice, David? Then Saul said, you are a better man than I am. You have been good to me today when I have been mean to you. May the Lord be good to you for the way you've treated me. I know you will be king over Israel. Promise me you will not destroy my family when you become king. And David made that promise. Usually when there was a new king from a new family, the new king would destroy all of the old king's family because they didn't want any members from the old family to become king. But David made the promise that he would not do that. He promised that he would not destroy Saul's family when he became king. Saul returned home and David found a new hiding place. Maybe David was thinking that Saul hadn't really changed. And he was right because some months later, Saul was back again trying to find David to take his life. Saul caught up with David in another wilderness area. And David sent out spies to find Saul's camp. Then he took one of his trusted men. And this is a different name. It's called Abishai. Abishai. Can you say that with me? Abishai. That was one of David's trusted men. David took Abishai and they went to find Saul at night. And in the darkness, David and Abishai came near Saul's camp. And there was Saul. He was asleep, and Saul's soldiers were all around him. 
Saul had a general, and the general's name was Abner. Abner was sleeping by Saul. Saul's spear was sticking in the ground beside his head. Abishai, the one who went with David, could hardly believe it. There was the enemy, very close by, and he was sleeping. And Abishai said to David, God hath delivered thine enemy into thine hand this day. So Abishai told David, God has given you your enemy. He's given him right into your hand. But David told Abishai, no, you cannot kill the one whom God has chosen. The Lord will take care of that in time. May God keep me from lifting my hand to hurt him. David did not kill King Saul, even though he had the opportunity. Instead, what did David do? He demonstrated love and respect for his enemy, King Saul. And David trusted God to take care of the situation. Do you trust God to take care of every situation? That is really hard. If you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, God wants you to do good even to those who are mean or rude to you. You need to remember, revenge is not yours. In God's way and God's time, God will take care of that. He'll take care of the ones who are mean and rude to you. What do you have to do? You have to obey and love and forgive. Now, what would happen if instead of getting even, you show love and kindness to the person who is mean to you? What do you think would happen? The person who was mean to you might realize he's been wrong and they might try to make things right. You might even become friends. But even if the person who was mean to you does not change, you know you've done what God has told you to do. And as you obey God by forgiving and showing kindness and love, God will honor you. You might even have an opportunity to explain why you forgive and why you love. The Bible says in Matthew 5, our memory verse today, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you and pray for them which persecute you. Matthew 5, 44. So when you're tempted to get even or take revenge, think about that verse, Matthew 5, 44. And you can ask God to help you forgive the person who hurt you. And then look for something kind you can do to show that person that God loves them. And as you respond in love, you'll be showing that you are a person after God's heart. Think of how much God has forgiven you. It's not easy to forgive and show kindness to your enemies. You will need to ask God to put his love in your heart and trust that God will take care of the situation. David allowed God to put love and respect in his heart for King Saul and trusted God to take care of that situation. David took the spear and a jug of water that was near Saul and he and his man Abishai went away. And when they came to a hill on the other side of Saul's camp, David called out Abner. Remember who Abner is? That's the general for King Saul. Abner woke up and he said, who are you calling to the king? But David said to Abner, Saul's general of his army, what a brave soldier you are, Abner. Who in all Israel is as great as you? Why have you not guarded the king? Someone went into your camp. Look where the king's spear and water jug are. And then David held them up. 
Abner must have been very embarrassed. By this time, Saul was also awake, and he said, Is that your voice, my son David? And David said, Yes, my master the king. Why do you continue to try to capture me? Of what crime am I guilty? David was asking the king, What have I done wrong? King Saul said, I have sinned. Come back, my son David. I will not harm you, for today you save my life. I have been very wrong. So David returned Saul's spear and said, The Lord will reward every man for doing right. He placed you in my hands today, but I refuse to harm his chosen one. You see, David knew that King Saul was chosen by God. David did not want to kill King Saul because God had chosen King Saul to be king. King Saul said, May God bless you, David. You will do great things. Because David chose to forgive and do good instead of taking revenge, King Saul finally gave up trying to kill David. King Saul returned home. David went his way. He was no longer running from his enemy. David didn't need to take revenge. He did not need to get even. Instead, he showed forgiveness and love to his enemy, King Saul, and trusted God to take care of the situation. David was truly a man after God's own heart. And we've been learning what it means to be a person after God's own heart. Forgiving and loving your enemies is one way that you can be a person after God's heart. If you know Jesus as your Savior, God wants you to do good even to those who are mean to you. So when you're tempted to get even with someone who's mean to you, think about the memory verse that says to love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which persecute you. You can ask God to give you his love for people who are mean or rude to you. And then you can think of something you could do to show kindness to the person who's mean or rude to you. And as you do that, God will bless you, and God will take care of the wrong thing that they've done to you. But you cannot show God's love and forgiveness to others until you first experience it yourself. If you're sorry for your sin, and you ask the Lord to forgive you, and you believe in your heart that Jesus died and took the punishment for you, you can be saved today. The Bible says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Thou means you. You can be saved. From the punishment of your sin if you believe or trust completely on jesus if you're ready to believe that jesus died and rose again and that he took the punishment for your sin then you can make that decision now you can tell him something like this and truly mean it dear jesus i have sinned and i am sorry i believe you died and rose again please save me from my sin's punishment and change me on the inside to help me live your way with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. Believing in Jesus is the most important decision you could ever make in your life. When you believe on Jesus, God the Holy Spirit comes to live in you. And he begins to change you to live God's way. If you would like to read about how David spared Saul's life, then you can read about it in 1 Samuel chapter 24 verses 1 to 22, and 1 Samuel chapter 26, verses 1 to 25. Well, that's all for this time. See you next time. Bye.